Hi, Peter Walker here. Welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now, joining me is Richard Maloney, Chief Executive of Engage and Grow. How are you doing? Good. Great, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good to be chatting with you, buddy. Yeah, well, we're, we're actually in Liverpool today. So we're at the Business Excellence Forum. Richard flew over to do a presentation on the whole employee engagement. And I thought, Kevin Richard over here, employee engagement seems to be a really strong topic today. It's becoming a big, big problem within the workforce. I thought, let's get you on. Let's have a chat about employee engagement. Well, what you're doing around the world, Pete, uh, seems like you're opening eyes and and hearts. So, pleasure to be here. Thanks, And minds. Yeah. Well, one does try. So, talk to us about employee engagement, because, I mean, it's having quite a devastating impact on the economy, isn't it, really? Well, I guess uh, the last three years we've we've grown from you know one country to eighty four, and that shows you how important things are when it comes to people. And I guess uh, you know around America, it's what it's a four hundred and fifty billion dollar problem, you know, in itself. Just people coming to work and doing less than is expected. Why do you think that is? I think it's the world's changing because it's the generations coming through. They're just not putting up with mainstream thinking, traditional ways. Uh, they don't put up with... Uh, like, yeah, they're millennials. They come in, they want respect instantly, and the, and the baby boomers want ex- respect back, and there's clashing. And uh, I think it's great. I think it's great. It's improving our workplace, this new uh, emergence of these young minds. I mean, what I've tend to notice, especially with my clients, you can imagine the leadership of the older generation, mm. the baby boomers, mm-hmm. etc., and... They were very much brought up out of industrial age thinking. Mm, mm. And you and I both know that since 2003 we've entered the whole digital age, knowledge worker age, and it's like they're, they're speaking two separate languages. Yeah. Yep, it's the old, uh, I think, uh, you know, the, the um, hierarchical structure is disappearing and we can become more, more equal uh, and united in that respect. And um, the, the way we communicate has changed dramatically. Uh, People um, are just wanting more, and uh, the leaders that today are just not delivering. What we're seeing around the world, quite simply, is employee engagement's a problem because usually because of the leadership, quite simply. And it's a hard pill to swallow when you're hearing this as a business owner. Yeah, it's true. And in fact, I often refer to today's leadership very often. There's a difference between leadership and leadership. <laughs> but unfortunately, there is too much leadership out there at the moment. Well, I mean, you look at the three levels, there's three types of people in your business, you know. The first person, uh, they're actively disengaged, so they come to work and they do less than is expected. Less. Okay, then the second time is they're they're disengaged, Uh, they come to work and just do what is expected. Huge, huge group group there. And then the third kind is people come to work and do more than is expected. And on the worldwide scale, it's 13%. Just 13%? Yeah, but in the UK, it's only 8%. Right, in Indonesia, where we're absolutely pumping, it's 8%. So come to work and do more than is expected. And so what's the role of a leader, Pete? The role of a leader is to create more leaders and to inspire influence and, and, and you know, create uh, movements, either small or large, and it's not happening. No. And, I, and you know, there's a d- direct correlation there. If you've only got 8 p- 8% of your workforce doing more than is expected, I mean, that is just screwing with the P&L. Well, it's, 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 what's happened is people have just gotten used to it. 
because they've tried traditional training to break people into or motivate people to become more productive. They've, they've tried team building days. They've tried personality profiling. They've tried all these traditional ways for the last 25, 30 years, which most uh, companies and organisations still try, and it sometimes further disengages people because they're just trying and trying and trying. So that's there's the issue there. We've got to change the way we make people move from A to B. So how have you tackled that in the SME marketplace? Well, I can't, my background is initially sport. And if you think of a sports team, either it's semi-professional or elite, uh, you've just got to have high levels of communication, high levels of transparency. You've got to create high levels of equality, which creates unity, which creates trust. Mm-hmm. And so when you, you've got to get people... So what happens with... So you've got a leader, and you want to make the leader better. So what the company does is they take the leader to a leadership school and he goes to or she goes to a school and gets these new learnings and feels fabulous and, and heads back to the, the, the workplace with all this new information uh, and, and wants to change the world. But they haven't improved the communication. They haven't improved... Uh, their inbox is, is triple full. They've still got broken relationships and people sabotage new ideas, right? And so that way hasn't worked. And that's why we're saying that's old and done. So we have to change it in a way where you create... A movement within an organisation get everyone motivated towards success, uh, and there's a way you need to do it that's neurologically based, and that's how we do create our movements within a team. What kind of success has engaging Glow had within organisations? I know you've done a number, you've done a number of companies within the UK. Uh, well, look, you know, we measure before we go in the amount of people that are actually coming to work and doing more than is expected. We'll give you a percentage number, and a lot of occasions it's sometimes zero. You know, a lot of the candidates, 0% are actively coming to work and doing more than is expected. And I've, yeah, speaking to loads of business owners, that's probably one of their biggest challenges is that they feel that, in all fairness, you know, quite a number of business owners actually hate coming to work. Yeah. They actually hate their people because they just think that their people take they take the piss out of them. That's right. Because they're not getting anything out of them, etc. And right. there's a lot of people disillusioned right now because, as you said, they go and do all these fantastic leadership courses taught by someone that's never run a freaking business in their life. Yeah. It's all good having content, 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 but there's no context to it. Yes. And from what I understand, with whole engage and grow, as you sort of go into businesses, it's all about the context as well as the content. Yes. So that people have that understanding. Well, this is what amazes me. There's people in everyone, every organisation now, everyone that's looking at this, watching this video, there are people in your organisation now that are just not activated. Yeah. They're just not activated. And it might just take one, one bad conversation to deactivate someone. Right? We're so fickle, us human beings. Mm. We're oversensitive, especially if there's, uh, there's high levels of disunity. Uh, we're not equal. There's, there's so many ways to put people out. So you've got to go in there. And our role as leaders is actually to heal people. My theory is you've got to actually help people heal because we're lazy uh, species. We just look at how people make money today. If you can simplify something, you make money. And so we've got to always be pushing people outside the comfort zone ever so carefully and sensitively to the point where they're always growing because that's what the brain needs. And so you've just got to take them on this journey of constant push but not pushing over. Uh, there's a whole structure to this which we customise for every business. And that's the point because no two businesses are the same, are they? Absolutely not. We, we have, what are in 200, in every culture is different. So in programs we run in the UK, we've got to really be careful as opposed to programs we run in South America, because it's just two different species. Well, do you know what? You could say that within the UK, and we're up in Liverpool, down in London. It's just like two different worlds. Yeah, yeah. 
That's exactly right. So um, it's just the way we're made up in our and our in our upbringing, which makes it just much more uh, interesting for us because we really study the business before we put a program in. So we have our listeners. I mean, people are tuning in. What kind of advice can you give them? Because a lot of people are going to resonate today. They're going to think, okay, well, I've got a high level of disengaged people. Mm. Some may not have as high, but they are disengaged people. And normally the first the first reaction to someone that is disengaged is, okay, do you know what? We're going to chop them and mm. replace them. Yeah. What advice would you give? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, there's so much. Um you know, when we go and run programs, I always we always hear this. You know, oh, listen, we're just going to probably cut this person and we'll, we'll start in a couple of months. No, no, no. Start now. Honestly, start now because it's nine times out of ten, that's the person that's just, once we get going, they just flourish. Energy you know, just flies out of the creativity. And they're often, you'd be surprised. Um, and so um, tips, you know, I honestly think you can't do this on your own as a leader. You need a coach. You just need a coach. You need an independent person to come in because they're too close to it. And so it just takes too long for them to get traction because there's broken relationships there, possibly. And so we come in and quite simply, there's many tips, but the first thing I'd probably do if I was a leader, or even if you want to be an emerging leader, I reckon this is the best tool that you could use. We call it speed rating. And so get a spreadsheet, Excel spreadsheet. It's so simple yet so effective. And on the spreadsheet, um, put, put numbers 1 to 10. So 1 to 10 up here and the names of all the people in your organisation at the top. And 1 being poor and 10 being excellent. And rate your relationship with every one of them. Rate your relationship from 1 to 10. 10 being really close, you know, we're good, well, good mates with you, we'd probably be 7 or 8, you know, we see each other a couple of times a year, as opposed to someone I've just met being 1. Yeah. And then just once you see the, the, the rhythm of all your relationships, you've got to then start building people up into the top of the range. And if you do this as a leader, I can guarantee your success, your influence success will improve. And so you've just got to focus on, because no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah, right? yeah that's that so true though. And so you focus on getting people, we call it into the green, because green's from seven to 10. So get people into the green. And so over a three month period, and this is great for coaches to help their clients become more influential, is to hold people to account. And what are you doing? Well, we've got to get to know you better. So go and find out one new thing about John, Mary, or Sam. And we've seen unbelievable change here. Like we work with elite athletes, majority of my coaching now, because I've got this company engaged and grow. And they flourish out of sight with their leadership with this. So business leaders just need to activate it. There's a really strong tip. And if you do that, honestly, for the whole year, then, because leaders get paid more, right? <laughs> well, in theory, they get paid more. There's a number of leaders out there that don't get paid more because they're not engaging their team and they're not getting the money in their business that they should. Well, there you're talking a business owner, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's many great aspects to leadership, but um, there's a good tip. But uh, you know, when it comes to team, Pete, like we, we look at the business in two parts, the heart and the brain. The heart is the soft stuff. It's the leadership, the culture, the behaviours, the relationships. The brain is the systems and processes and products. And so when you dissect the two, uh, what we, what's a great activity to do in, in your first session with all your employees is get them all to sit around a table, hand out post-it notes and tell them how the brain, the brain and the heart and how there's two different key components to the business like there are in the human body the most important organs in the human body and then get them to put post-it notes up on where things need to improve and just quietly come up and put post-it notes up on those two areas and then dissect what comes up and you'd be surprised because nine times out of ten the heart is full 
because the brain stuff happens every day in the workplace. But mm. when we focus over here on the heart to start fixing that, one small act each week everyone takes to start fixing the heart of the business, one just tiny act, you know, getting to know someone better, then I can get like that's when the shift will take place. Because if the heart's pumping, really healthy heart in the human body, the oxygen just flows to the brain, which means that organically fixes itself as it does with other organs. But if you've got a poor heart, everything else struggles. Yeah, actually, that's quite a good. That's quite a good tip, because a client, or one of my clients anyway, they've they've hired a couple of key areas, like key people into near areas, and you can just see that the relationship within the team, the trust is low because there's new people coming in. Mm. It's quite dysfunctional. Yeah, there's another point. Whilst I thought of sorry to pop, pop in, but um, like Deloitte have now said that companies that that have a leadership focus towards the heart and soul. Right, this has been studied. They're eight times more successful over a ten-year period. Eight times, eight times, Pete, over a ten-year ten-year period. If you if you if you're a people first, profit second business, that is extraordinary. Because then you're activating people in the heart and the mind, and you're going to get more productivity. You're going to keep your talent. You know, like it costs. They say now, people that are dis- actively disengaged. Uh, and in the UK, I think we're talking around about, uh, it'd have to be around about 30% actively disengaged. That means people are coming to work and actually putting holes in your in your business. Yeah, they're terrorists. Yes, they are. So they're saying that 34% of their salary is wasted. Yeah. Gone. You know, whilst we're walking the door, see, it's, it's, it's gone. And so if you add that up, you know, you've got to either move them into success or you've got to move them out real quick. And that's obvious. Well, I mean, this is such a huge topic, though, isn't it? We could, we could spend hours. Well, thank you for those tips. Now, those of you tuning in today, you may be really fortunate and you don't have 8% at the top end. You've got 30 or 40% and you're absolutely rocking it. And you may be out there and you're saying, OK, do you know what? I haven't quite got 30% disengaged. I might have 40 or 50. The reality is, Richard said it, you've got to lead through your heart and the brain will repair itself. And if from a leadership point of view, you're unable to do that, you can change the people out as many times as you want. The problem's always gonna come back because the problem does stem from the leadership. So if you wanna explore this in greater detail, look at how you can get your people more engaged, head over to borka.com and get in touch. Richard, thank you so much for coming in. And remember, the reality is, Failing to learn is learning to fail.